welcome back to Laughter at the Club. Um, tonight we are joined by Jeanette Capo, and I'm Jeff. And um, Jeanette's gonna start us off with a little shout out. Hey guys, totally not awkward at all. Not rehearsed. Let's see how this goes. <clears throat> so, once again, our beloved and trusted welder of hats, Lewin Sales, is working with I Am ALS, uh, the charity, uh, as they get as they prepare for the inaugural Lou Gehrig Day with MLB. So for the first time ever, Lou Gehrig Day, which is June 2nd, will be celebrated at all of the baseball parks uh, this year and not just limited to Yankee Stadium, but it's going to Basically, it's going to be a whole day of celebration in memory of Lou Gehrig and to raise funds for people that are currently, you know, diagnosed with ALS and also towards funding research that will eradicate this disease and also help the people that are currently suffering as well as their caretakers in as they're going through this, uh, you know, the horrible things that the disease brings to not just the patient itself, but their family members. So... If you go to IamALS.com, you can pre-order various uh, merchandise that they are selling with 100% of the proceeds of all this merchandise going to the uh, charity. It includes a shirt, the classic IamALS hat that Lou created last year, the Yankee um, number four. There is uh, a new hat as well. And every purchase comes with a pair of free glasses. So I encourage you guys to either go to at IMALSorg on Twitter or go to Lou's Twitter, Stugat's Army 790 and you guys will see all the tweets and everything going out for this. It's a great charity. It's a great cause. So if you can uh, make a purchase, it's the easiest way to help them out or go to the ballpark on June 2nd, wear your gear and let's band together and help all these people out. We need to get Lou to make it as pin tweet if we could. I was just talking on mute. Well done, Jeff. Perfect timing. <laughs> Serious matter. Um, yes, but absolutely support if you can. Um, Lou makes a high quality hat. You won't be disappointed. Um, all right. Well, um, shall we uh, dive back into the Billy conversation we were having a little bit? Um, Jeanette, this was kind of, I don't want to throw it immediately back to you, but this was kind of your topic. So uh, I'm throwing it immediately back to you. Yeah. So, uh, so first and foremost, Billy over the past two weeks has been pretty much on a tear of uh, chaotic efficiency on the show, whether it is as being um, shit stirrer, uh, you know, as he normally does, if he's, uh, which now incorporates uh, occasionally throwing Lewis and uh, Tony under the bus, if it's just his stories that go on and then whatever the conclusion is, like that somebody conceived a baby the day of his wedding on his wedding day <laughs> because of the theme of the, of the wedding, I guess was uh, Latin sexy which of course is two words that I totally associate with Billy who doesn't, 
And uh, apparently now he's also like the gatekeeper of the promos for the show. So whenever someone wants to sponsor them, it kind of, I, I don't know if he's the first one that is made aware of it or he gets um, like to test out the product firsthand. And then he kind of decides, well, this is actually more for the benefit of this is more of a Tony thing. This is more of a Roy thing. This is a Witty. This is a Cody. It's not a Billy. And I'm just marveling at the fact that someone that in many ways he's kind of becoming Stu Gott, where we've heard these stories of in the radio days, he would do similar things, or even in the ESPN days, how he would take all of the free credits from 1-800-Flowers and use them for himself. <laughs> so now it's it's a marvel to behold that he's kind of maybe turning into Stugats and we'll see what other frictions that may cause, but I think it's I think it's great. I can't tell am I frozen? He uh um I I really think I just love that he's getting more one one v one, you know, like ISO time. He uh he was coming into his own. I think uh, I said somewhere previously a few times, um, you know, before the pandemic and everything, you know, was set backwards. And then once they got their run, you know, on Meadowlark, Billy's had a lot more, you know, ISO time. And Billy by himself is just keep feeding them. And then his work on the podcast and God Bless Football. Him just being, you know, an agent of chaos. Yeah, God bless Billy. He's he's just he's just amazing. And I, I can't tell. Can you guys hear me right now? Or exactly, you said it, Capo. God bless Billy. And it also, I don't know if a lot of his recent evolution comes with Mike um, stepping back as as executive producer of the show, and now even though it is it seems to be at the moment a revolving door for him and witty and and roy and and chris that we think and, and jessica to kind of take on that role and mold teddy was having bad internet yeah so the just the revolving door of everybody getting the opportunity to be executive producer if that kind of also emboldens him to be um more assertive at times and possibly when it's someone else in the chair it's like let me be that agent of chaos and trip you up and then when he has to be team player he can continue to do that uh, and it's just like well it's billy billing being billy but maybe he's just more trying to control things and maybe everybody doesn't catch on or something. And what do they say you know, after you've had a, a child for a few years, you become a little bit more uh, confident, would you say? I mean, that's probably just paraphrasing. I'm sure they say a lot of other things. But I think once people have children, you know, they, they're growing up themselves, they're a little bit more confident. And uh, Billy's confidence is definitely uh, showing. <laughs> the Duke. Uh, so... I froze out there for a minute. Um, my bad, but um, hopefully, that doesn't, hopefully that doesn't happen again. My internet's crap. But um, we one heard thing, we heard Finney, we heard yeah. Finney, and then 
and then it was gone. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, but one thing I will say about today, you know, they or the mystery crate today, you know, they're talking about those UFO sandals. Um, and like who that would be perfect for. Honestly, that that should be Billy because I have those. And as like somebody who's 33 going on like 112, um, they're like great for your back, great for your joints. I could and they're uglier than hell. And I could see that being a perfect fit for Billy because he's like a young old person in some ways, too. Not in the same ways that Witty's are. Witty is, but in the like has every possible like has an entire pharmacy in his backpack at all times sort of way, you know. <laughs> I love that he had all the different tums. Like it's just, <laughs> it's just too good. What? There's tums chewables. No, and then that he he doesn't rotate his stock because remember he proceeded to have a tummy ache and he took some stale ones and it made it. <laughs> worse or something <laughs> or it didn't help him at all and he was just super upset with himself it's like amateur hour you can't take the uh can't take the expired alka-seltzer gets you every time come on billy be better yeah it's like uh like us here in california and when it's daylight the only one of the things that happens with daylight savings times is that's when we always get reminded to replenish our um, our earthquake supplies for those people that have earthquake supplies. So switch out your old food and replace your water and your batteries, et cetera, et cetera. So there should be something kind of like that where he thinks, you know, hey, this happens. I should also replace my medications. But also it that just means that he has so like he has so many that he can't keep track. Bingo, this is me. I, I too am this guy, which is why I'm telling him <laughs> the, the UFOs is the perfect sandal for him to they make a lot of slides. Speaking of which, what the hell is all this bullshit about not wearing flip-flops? Like the rainbow sandal <laughs> is the shoe of Southern California, in my mind. In my high school, literally every single person wore those to school. Now, those are the ones that Jessica described as the fancy leather ones, but they're like 40 bucks. They're not really fancy. Uh, but is it, I mean, I don't know. Did, it, why are they so offended by something in between their toes? I, I think it's just the name, possibly. He doesn't he he see he hears the name thong and uh, like, oh, no, I'm not wearing them. Um, oh, some machismo bullshit. I, I yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't know too much of what the difference in flip flops or sandals and slides is. I think I told a story one time where I was walking down an alley and stepped on a rat. So flip flops wouldn't be um, smart or or efficient um, for. <laughs> but that's fair. Any. Any any time I'm go, I'm down the ocean, and even if I'll have you know like a seven dollar pair of like Rockefeller slip you know slides that they don't even make the Rockefeller brand anymore, but I got them for five dollars, and I'm on the beach with them. There's nothing like you know like having being able to wear them. Um, so, but I don't know about uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know if I like to have the the thing in between my toe. I don't care I what they it. call it. It's it, it's the grip you get you get more control. Yeah, yeah, fair. 
I do. I do find when I when I'm in my slides, I don't have. I don't. I don't. I guess I don't have as good of uh, control or balance. Yeah, I mean, you know, if for when I take a kick or you know have a volley or something, try um, to go. Try to go right a skateboard and slides. Your foot just comes right out the fuckers. Um, oh man, I would even. <laughs> no, I wonder if maybe this is like some deep seated childhood trauma of being hit with a chancleta as a oh, child. So you are so so you were so it's not so much of the discomfort of having something between your toes. It's that this is a constant reminder of when you misbehaved that this particular footwear item was thrown at you from any distance by you uh. know by your mother, your grandmother, somebody in your family was throwing this at you to get you to act right. So you Two wouldn't, Americas. yeah, you wouldn't want that constant <laughs> reminder. Um, um, no, I get you. Yeah. So, that, that so they, they've, they've, they've self self, no subconsciously shunned the thong sandal and gone with something else that wasn't thrown at them, which could have been a regular sandal. So maybe right. this is something where, they need to do an exploring themselves so segment. Abuelita yeah. wasn't rocking Nike slides back in the day, is what you're saying? Mm -mm. Gotcha. No, I got you. That makes. Yeah, they need to do a deep dive. Or, or, or it also seems like they have like really sensitive toes because it does. It does take a while to get used to those shoes, and also like. For Jessica, maybe I don't know if she ever there's like sometimes heels that have like that thing as well, the design of the heels that there's something that will go in between your toes as well. And I know in a heel, that is so much worse than in a sandal. Yeah, that sounds because that then sounds you're awful. you're you're like you know because because they look cute and it's the and it's the fashion and they match my dress my outfit so you'll put up with a lot of stuff and then by the end of the day when you take them off like you have no feeling in your big toe and it's just a big mess so yeah, yeah. now one thing I will say I will give them the downside and I think this is from me like skateboarding so much in flip flops over the years but like a while back. I was when I was doing physical therapy after my Achilles blew, uh, I was in there for a while. I started getting to know the people that work there. And this one, this one girl comes up to me one day and she's like, so I just got to ask you, were you born with six toes? I'm like, what? And, it, and literally because I've been skating with the stupid rainbows on so much, I think I made the gap between my big toe and the toe next to it much larger. <laughs> and she's like, I swear, I thought you were born with six toes and had one removed. I'm like, that's the strangest fucking thing anybody's ever said to me. But thanks. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> because I have it at home in some embalming fluid. You want to come over just, and see it? Actually, I'm wearing it around <laughs> my neck here. Um, <laughs> It's so weird because I've broken toes and it, like just from sports injuries. So like all my toes are like together. I, I guess I should start wearing the thong sandals to try to, you know, line Spread it back up. up properly. Yeah. You no, go. you need you need the shoes. Like they were saying, the shoes that are oh, like separated the five with fingers. the toes, yeah. as well fingers. as those socks. <laughs> those the, 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 the separating socks. That's I totally had some of those at one point. Some I'm of those vibe from five fingers. I'm gonna get some of them to go into the river this uh this summer. There you go. Yeah. 
I like I like Roy wearing beach like water shoes to the beach. You can totally see him showing <laughs> up with water shoes to the beach. It's like, Roy, what the fuck are you doing, man? Um, I guess they would be they would be experts along with you guys on uh on beachwear. Maybe them they're a little bit closer to the beach than you guys, right? Or I mean, you guys are all you know fairly close, so. Yeah, yeah. So you guys are all you guys are all kind of the experts on it. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was gonna I call grew, them ex. I was gonna okay. call them experts, and then I'm like, yeah, you guys are pretty much just as close. <laughs> yeah, although their water's warm all damn year, ours is not. Also, ours is all filled. Well, I guess theirs is also all filled with poop all the time these days. It's not <laughs> the water quality's been the opposite <laughs> of good. <laughs> the major difference is we protect our sea life off of our shores over here. That's true. <laughs> Them, every time that I see those stories about the poor manatees, manatees breaks my heart. Poor creatures. That being said, fuck sea lions. We should be fucking those things up more. I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. God, I hate them. I was, was literally bitching. Picture? What? Was that a, there was a recent picture of one popped its head up out the water at the, at the was it the Giants game or was that a well, that, that's where this came up because Jeanette I think it was Jeanette or Pow showed showed me the or sent in our little chat like the picture of the dude grilling hot dogs on the paddleboard and then like a, <laughs> like there's the sea lion I'm like bro trust me that thing is going to be on your fucking board taking your hot dogs, sinking all of your shit. <laughs> I mean, honestly, man, it, they sink docks and boats in Newport Harbor because, like, they'll, look, one of them will decide, like, oh, this is, looks like a nice dock to chill on. And then 140 of them pile on, and they're 40, they're 400 pounds <laughs> each, and the shit just <laughs> They just yes. sink boats moored out in the harbor and shit. They take your bait if you're trying to fish. They're just evil fucks. I hate them. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> got on a rant call there. R- a random uh random note we need to start calling dan the godfather the god oh yeah i yeah. think he told that right after his paddleboard story and it, uh, that just triggered a memory for me salute uh godfather. salute for salute dan for having one that hit 18 so he's off the hook <laughs> yeah <laughs> um all right, so what else we got to talk about? Oh, how about how shitty uh, Tony's Pizza List was? So I've been, I've been eating uh, from different pizza places uh, every Friday for uh, Lent and um, <laughs> <laughs> trying, trying was, to... Was your thing like... It's not what you're like. I know people usually give up something, but for me, for Met, for Lent, I'm gonna support small businesses. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's what it was. <laughs> no, it was. You know, you're like you're going the opposite. I think. I think. <laughs> you know what? Jesus would really appreciate me giving my money to small businesses. What would Jesus do? Eat pizza. Eat. <laughs> yeah. I, well, you know, not eating meat on uh, Friday. I'm not even exactly sure. Oh, okay, gotcha. Which. Uh, which category of uh, religion that falls under? Um, it just seemed like something to do. Um, <laughs> and bad, that's bad. But anyway, um, so I've been, you know, get eating. As one week we had Little Caesars, we had the calzoni, and um, I don't know if you, but then I felt like, man, my fitness chat is going to be hating me for eating this. 
Like this, this just feels bad. Um, so there was that. I mean, the pizza, you know, it is good as long as you have enough crazy sauce. So, I mean, it's, that was probably a little far down on the list, especially for how cheap it is. Um, the random Italian spots at number 10, I get what he was getting at, but I don't know. Maybe just, you know. Um, I mean, I'll leave more up to you, but the uh, the terrible uh, of just putting uh, drunk pizza and uh, cold pizza or whatever, the leftover pizza, first take, or whatever show, he, whatever he was getting at on his list. Um, yeah, I just, his list was all over the place. Um, but do you guys think that Bowling Alley pizza is so far down on the list? I've come across some good Bowling Alley pizza. I don't know. I can't remember the last time I had pizza at a bowling alley. Uh, that's. I think I just remember it as a kid and it being good, or just as pizza as a kid, good, just because you're always hungry. I just the thing <laughs> the the local bowling alley I go to, I just always get mini tacos, and I'm pretty sure they're like frozen <laughs> from Costco or something, and they're like this big, and you get like twenty of them, and. Uh, actually, I remember one time we were there and my buddy ate quite a few of them and didn't wipe his hand off before he went to bowl. And on the backswing, the ball came out and it flew back and <laughs> smashed the return machine. And then we just ran out. Um, but yeah, uh, that wasn't really a commentary on pizza. I kind of got on a little tangent there. But uh, love a good side story. No, I don't know. I haven't been bowling in a long time, man. COVID scored, COVID scared me off bowling. Yeah, Too so much maybe touching. Maybe, maybe it is twenty five, but gas station should be twenty six. I mean, there's not a gas station pizza I'm eating. Like that, that's definitely OLI, the, the biggest list you can make. Man, I never do it, but I stop at the Seven Eleven down on the corner all the time, and there are constantly people getting Seven Eleven pizza. I feel like their pizza used to be better than it is. I don't know, but people I see people going in there and getting whole ones and just walking out. Like they get them cooked there and they wait like they're at a pizza place. It's really I don't know. Yeah. Another 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 tangent. Um do you, do you used to eat their cheeseburger hot dogs? And their old cheeseburgers were so much better. I don't even know if they have those anymore. Cheese no idea what I'm talking about. No, I don't. I 7-Eleven is like a recent phenomenon where I grew up. Uh, okay. uh, we barely got one like three years ago, and everybody loves it because of uh, because of the free Slurpee Day. And it is that thing where whatever container you bring, you do get uh, they'll, they'll fill it. So that did great because they they opened, I think, maybe two months before that. So then after that, they had. Everybody loved them. Um, so everybody likes the 7-Eleven that we have. I think a lot of the um, the negative connotation or the reason to look down at bowling alley pizza is kind of what the whole of like you're putting your fingers in the balls and the and you don't know what the sanitary practices are for the balls and also the shoes. So eating and all they offer is finger food because there's no other like stigma with the other other offerings that they have there or maybe there is 
where it's like, okay, there you wouldn't get nachos from a bowling alley or wings or hot dogs because you're constant you're sticking your fingers in the in the holes in the ball and you know you, you're you're not i think pre-covid you you weren't like hey i'm gonna go my food is here let me go wash my hands come back and then i'll eat uh at the, you know or there you're also not carrying around like something to clean your hands with in case you can't so maybe like you take a couple bites and then you have to go bowl and then when you come back you can clean your finger your hands again and keep on eating comfortably so i think part of the reason that it kind of gets a bad rap would be just because of the dirtiness of the activity that you're doing in you know i think I the other places that pizza is not necessarily good is at the movies and it's for that whole same reason that it's like it's pre-sliced frozen heated up thing and it's never really worth it to 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 get it it's just like if you're going to the movies stick with your slushy or your coke um your popcorn and your candies your red vines the other food items are not necessarily all that great except for uh what is it? Regal? I guess they have a contract with Nathan's hot dogs, and those are really, really good. Mm, I, I was sitting here, like, having an epiphany about, man, how disgusting as a kid growing up, going bowling, and then eating pizza and sitting there, like, all the different things you did with your hands and then just eating the pizza. I just, I'm like, wow, that is, you know, like I, if my hands got dirty, I washed them, but we weren't constantly washing our hands. And it's just like, man, we, man, these last few years have definitely um, <laughs> made you realize how dirty you were before. <laughs> Speaking for myself, at least. Um, <laughs> but, uh, man, he, um, what man i can't even domino's and papa john's pizzas should not even have been on the list like they are some of the worst i feel and it's just all doughy and maybe it's because i drove for them and uh you know just got annoyed by their pizza or had too much of it but they're just i don't know i feel like they're overrated and they're just you know they're just chains i feel like if you're really going to do a, a 20 you know a top 25 you might have to actually get into you know specific places that do it better than other ones or list the types like what is your favorite like do you like it doughy and you know a lot of sauce a little cheese a little little sauce a lot of cheese or do you you know do you like the new york style you know thin or do you like it crispy do you like Lido's pizza Hey, Lito's pizza not even being on the list. Is that a is that a uh, national thing or is that just something local here? I, no I think it might be a local thing, but I thought like maybe I'm wrong. Um did he mention that one pizza spot that they ordered that one time and that Chris got like a four foot wide pizza from them? <laughs> <laughs> remember that when they sh when they took pictures of the pizza boxes and they're like this is their large and it's yeah. like it, it was like the size <laughs> of um 
of like a, a, a of a table. It was a it's ginormous like a, pizza. It's like a huge party pizza. I've got it for my kid's birthday when he was littler. Um, yeah, and, and it that, and it was like they spent seventy dollars, and Dan is like, "How did you guys spend seventy dollars on?" three pizzas or whatever it's like well because we bought the large and that one was like it feeds a family of three (laughs) (laughs) that's so it's like each slice is three by three or something dan dan was probably in in heaven with that much pizza the uh i'm trying to play the list back in my head i can probably just pull up lewis's account and find it Maybe stall a little bit, try to give Jeff a little time to get back here. <laughs> well, and also it was like, like, I don't know if, cause it is like, yeah, like he said, it is my list. But when you put things in it where the majority of the people listening really cannot have an opinion on, because like when you say all Connecticut pizza, People who are not from Connecticut or have not gone to Connecticut to sample this pizza, we wouldn't know what makes Connecticut pizza good or anything like that. So it would just be like he. So in the so I think in the instances where he should have provided detail, he kind of didn't, and then other times he really went in and gave too much detail about stuff that it was kind of self-explanatory like when he was trying to about drunk pizza or day after pizza you know yeah. <laughs> I, I have it uh i have this list in front of me um you, you the child entertainment places um they're probably it was 18 it was probably probably properly rated um I was thinking, like, I know he said Chicago pizza. That's the one that's like soup, right? Like, I don't think I've actually had it. I think people make fun of it for being just a bunch of, it's a big, is a big well, crust. Is, is that different? Because didn't he, on a separate one, he said deep dish? Yeah, deep dish. Yeah. So I don't know if that's like the, the same thing or if that's two separate ones. But yeah, there's a, and then. Because this is this is with time and preparation of doing it, so it's kind of weird um, that that's how the list went, <sighs> and and then you see how good like Refran del Dia is. Well, now it is right, and it's like, like come on, bring bring it to like that level. And also, I guess from a few weeks ago or whatever it was when. They had that one and that one saying, and Billy made it seem like it was a bad, inappropriate thing to say, and he was just messing with them. <laughs> and because the whole room is basically non-Spanish speakers, they all just, they all just thought they all believed that once again, Tony and Lewis messed up, and Billy's over here like, oh my gosh, I can't, no, 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 no. It was so good. He, so once again, he's just being like agent of chaos. It's great. It, he he really he really has a, a stadium pizza. A, that that has to be the the worst pizza, right? Like me, I was talking to my son 
as he they were going over the list and we both looked at each other and was like some of the worst pizza we've had has been at like either AT&T Stadium in Dallas or the Superdome um we at Orlando uh Camping World I think they had bad pizza um like I, I know one place has Papa John's inside of it uh, I think down in DC one of the arenas down there um but I just feel like stadium pizza is just very bad and you're just you know, it's almost like ten dollars for a slice. I mean, unless you find a little, you know, where you get the little personal one that you got to stand in a long line, you know, a long line for. But I just felt like stadium pizza probably couldn't even been on the list. Like it could have just been an omission. Hey, um, Jeff. Hi. I did a little uh, router reset there. Hopefully, uh, I survived for a few minutes. <laughs> so. Uh, the day that the pizza list was dropped, I actually had pizza for Costco pizza. I had it for uh, dinner. And then I tried something a little different because uh, normally I don't eat. It was pepperoni. So normally I don't usually do a sauce to dip my pizza in. I'll just, you know, no, yeah. no ranch, no anything. And this time, for some reason, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try Chick-fil-A sauce. Let's see what that combination gets us. Mm. Whoa. Chick-fil-A sauce is really, really sweet. And for it was a little too sweet for my liking. I tasted more of the sauce than the actual pizza. So it kind of stole from it. But I am not here to discourage other people from trying it if they are curious or so inclined. But I, like I said, it is a particularly sweet sauce. So just be prepared that it will hit you. Um, the richness of it will hit you pretty good. And you know what? Under the right conditions, you know, this was, there were no adult beverages involved. So maybe that's the other part that was missing, you know, from for me to maybe have liked it better. So for people that are curious, go ahead and try it. And if you like it, great. If you don't like it, um, I'm I'm sorry, maybe. <laughs> that's a point. I'm going to use that as a point to uh, go back on what I was saying about Papa John's um, being uh, bad, just like uh, Domino's is when I when I would deliver for there and there would be extra pizza, I would always need a cup of the very hot cheese and I would always have to dip the pizza in the cheese. And I just remember my mouth being on fire compared to not tasting the, you know, whatever pizza was, you know, messed up at the, at the store. So, um, yeah, if you, if you need to dip it in a, in a sauce, I guess it's probably not good pizza or not as good of pizza. Yeah, I'm 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 I I'm tend to be on Jeanette's side with not normally doing it. But if I'm gonna put something on my pizza, well one fuck out of here, crispy. It's sure as hell not gonna be ketchup. <laughs> not gonna be fucking ketchup, but um that was offensive. Vile. It was um, funny, I had I had ketchup on my plate with my pizza tonight with, with my french fries and uh my wife thought I was trying to dip my pizza in the ketchup. And she's like, no, no, we have more marinara sauce that was left over from the mozzarella <laughs> sticks. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not dipping it in ketchup. Yeah. And I immediately thought of crispy. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's bad. No. Um, but that's I'll what got some, him. A, yeah, that's what that's got what, him the seven day, right? That's what got him the seven day ban. Yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. You, you can't say Reported, nothing about it, bro. Um, <laughs> 
No, but I'll I'll do some like Cholula or something. Like I'll do like like a I don't go crazy. Sp- man, I'll tell you, I used to really like super spicy food, and then I like as I got older, I started having heartburn real bad, and I'm and and I swear to God, my taste buds have adapted now, where it's like stuff that I used to not think was spicy at all has gotten spicy to me. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm just getting whiter as I get older. I don't know, but but I'll, I'll do some like yeah. But I'll do some like Cholula or something like that on a pizza. But my brother and Pow can attest to this because Pow came down here for uh, for the Super Bowl, and my brother talked him into trying the the hot ones challenge and all. My brother mm. is nuts with this fucking hot sauce. He goes so over the top. And it's actually pretty funny, man. I was over there last night and I'm always bitching at him because it's like, you know, a normal refrigerator, you kind of like push the door closed and walk away and it'll pretty much close on its own. He has 64 bottles of hot sauce in his refrigerator door. So the fucking thing won't close unless you like really like push it closed. So I always leave it open by accident. But nah, I can't fuck around with that shit. But I'll do some like <laughs> I'll do some Cholula, maybe a little Tapatio on the pizza now and again. I can get down with that. I saved some of the uh, habanero sauce from the summer, just a tiny little bit, and it's just oh. sitting in a jar in my basement. And I'm just like, <laughs> I wonder how foul this is right now. <laughs> I, I gotta send you some. Uh, I gotta send you some chilies and some seeds man you said you were trying to get some seeds going my plan is just not taking back off it's pissing me off it's the weird weather that we've been having uh weather welcome to weather talk last week it was uh 90 95 degrees for three four days straight i I got a i got a hundred here one day yeah then we cooled off, and next week uh, we're having rain on the way. So, and, and in the middle of all that, it's like the windiest four months that I can remember in Southern California in my entire life. It's been fucking strange. Which for us, it's like, oh, it's twenty-five miles an hour wind. We're all gonna die. And like, Aaron's, <laughs> Aaron's like, oh fuck, another tornado. Um, <laughs> but we're, we're, we're in the middle of it. We get like the 70 mile an hour wind with no tornado. It's just like, what the fuck is going on? Why is this wind just blowing and blowing and blowing? It won't stop, <laughs> it, dude. It won't. It's and it's it's loud. It makes noises. My dogs are looking at it like, what the hell is that that noise outside the window? I'm like, oh, this don't worry, it's just the wind. You know, having regular conversations with them. And over here, <laughs> depending on where you live, it's it's the intensity of the weather phenomenon. So Jeff Powell and I will be DMing and it's like over like I'll tell them hey it's very heavy and like apocalyptic weather over here and these two are like we barely a sprinkle what are you talking about <laughs> it's <Good> true <laughs> and then I'll get on the weather radar and I'll just watch it go from like Jeanette to Powell to me and we're all just DMing the whole time like and and like we're so we're so dainty in SoCal with this stuff man it's like if it rains a little bit Walter, shut up, bro. Walter. Um, now, if it rains a little bit, like everything shuts down. Nobody can drive. Everyone panics. 
And then there's like four people that are driving like 110 miles an hour in the rain and then they crash and then everything gets terrible. Um, like we're just like it was blowing 20 miles an hour over here the other day. The 10 freeway this is the biggest freeway in the country, right? Got shut down entirely in both directions because shit was like power lines were falling and crap. Like we're just we're not built for this shit. I mean, physically, literally not built for it. Yeah, bad infrastructure. <laughs> the whole middle of the country's open. Thanks a lot, Newsom. <laughs> Got such great hair, um, though. He's was, he's uh, a pretty man. Yeah. Yes. I think if that's part. Me. That that's part. Maybe that's part of like the male politicians here in like California when they sell their souls to become politicians. Because Via Ragosa post mayoral. Uh yeah, that can you get into that? Yeah. No, not Tony really. VR? No, no, no. I, I couldn't get into that, but if I didn't know if a scandalous pass, I'd give him a second look. <laughs> <laughs> he cheated on his wife while she was going through cancer treatment. Oh, that guy. <laughs> Shit. Well, uh, what, what and his, his his name was actually Tony VR, right? And yes. her last name was Rigosa. Mm-hmm. So they combined it to Via Rigosa. Yeah, that's a, that's a different one. They probably charged extra for the um for the hyphen, and they were like, "Nah, fuck that. We're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna say, we're gonna save five dollars here on this license." <laughs> oh God, that's um, crazy. So Cap. The uh, the Hawks just won. Yeah, um, it was funny. I think right as you sent me the link, uh, the Cavs were winning. Yep. And the PA announcer on the background says, "Welcome, Cleveland Browns cornerback." I couldn't make out the name or something. And then he says, "Here we go, Brownies!" And the whole entire crowd chants. Trey Young goes down the court. Hits a layup, hits two threes back to back. Atlanta takes the lead. <laughs> and, Holy uh, shit! Much... He had thirty-two in the second half. Yeah, he went off. Holy <laughs> shit! He, he, but they only scored. The uh, Cavs only scored seventeen, I think, in the fourth. That's rough. <laughs> I was pulling for the Cavs, man. I like that little squad. He yeah, guard. Like, I know it's a small sample size, but what an impressive sample size of leap you and your fan base in those moments that Trey Young has. <laughs> it's what it's what he thrives on, dude. It's what that dude wants. He like, wants the hate. He just wants the hate. Seriously. I wonder if, like, you're, um, if, if, like, Knicks fans, it's like this is an unclaimed, uncredited win for you guys because – this is your this is your Frankenstein. You guys created this creature with your stupidity and that moron that spit on him and all that stuff. So I think as much as he likes just ripping ripping the hearts out of these fan bases and showing out in these moments, I think it's also subconsciously every time of huge middle finger to you know oh, the Knicks. Dude, he he goes out with two middle fingers in the air every time in one of these series like like playoff games or like an elimination game or anything like that he's just like fuck everybody 
Watch this shit. One day he's gonna I'm, take off the, the that little the hair that he has on the top of his head. It's gonna be a third middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he has down there. That's what he's hiding. It's another middle yeah. finger. Love you, Trey. Don't sue. Allegedly, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what he did to the Yankees. Uh, Yankees. I don't know what he did to the New York fans though, because I seen the footage. I think there was video of the Yankees fans. Running through Yankee Stadium, training, uh, chanting "fuck you, Trey Young," and it's like you're here to watch Aaron Judge and you know Stanton hit some home runs. Like Garrett Cole's on the mound. What are you? What are you chanting "fuck you, Trey Young" for? Like uh, you, you guys have lost your mind. Well, it's because nobody cares about baseball. <laughs> it, it, okay, touche. <laughs> yeah. What is that like? Like. Um... Tracy Morgan was on Bomani's show Game Theory and he asked him like why he goes so hard for the Knicks over like proven winners like the Yankees. And he's like, it's and he couldn't explain it, but he's like, it doesn't matter how much when you have all this these fandoms in you, it's like the Knicks always rises to the top in them. So it doesn't matter. They could be at a Yankee game, an Islanders game, a Giants game, a Jets game. If they can hoot and holler for the Knicks, they're going to do that. And they're like, I mean, next to the Jets, they're like the worst team in the goddamn city. I don't know. Who's the damn? There's some bad New York teams, huh? That's a lot of bad sports in New York. There's just really a lot of. How do they manage to be that bad when? The, the only yeah. ones that can look down their nose on them are the um and the the MLS team because they're the reigning uh, champions, but nobody <laughs> knows who those guys are. The ones that put Uh-oh. out that hung that postcard sized banner in their stadium a couple weeks ago. Is it, they have a Castellanos on their on their team. <laughs> oh, they Maxi. Uh, oh man. The dude, the uh, the show interviewed, um, no, not the fighter, the soccer player, Mighty Mouse, Maxi Morales. Didn't they interview a soccer player and he didn't like being called his nickname because it was about him being small? I think so. I might be wrong, though. I don't remember that. Not trying to leave you in silence and be a bad teammate, but I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, I thought we I thought we lost Jeff for a minute. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna try to pull it up. Uh, maybe I'll ask some people too. Maybe, maybe I'm like I said, I might be wrong. Son of a Jeff. fucking god damn it! <laughs> there he is. <laughs> That's beautiful. See, this is why I was like, let's do the I am ALS thing at the beginning because I didn't want to follow, you know, hey, guys, please support this fundraising effort after (laughs) (laughs) something like that. It's like, hmm, that's not disrespectful at all. (laughs) So I guess... um, when Witty and Mike got into their debate, oh, that was great over the styles. Mm, the that style would be, of play, 
yeah, for the men's national team. You know, I am a soccer novice, as I, you know, so I cannot, to, to me, I would not be able to tell what the evolution or the changes of the style have been because to me, it just all seems the same. So, Capo, as someone that is more expertise in this area, who was right and who was wrong and why were they wrong? Just well, call, call out the wrongness of the wrong one. Okay, so from for me trying to break it down, for, say for you or somebody that's just trying to understand, um, Mike is saying uh, put all the players back on defense and play defense, play defense, play defense. And then when you get a chance, when you get the ball and you steal the ball, you have your players on the outside or even the, you know, in the middle that's furthest away act like they're on a fast break in basketball. So you play defense and then you try to make a fast break because then you have all their players on our side of the field. And then when we get down on their side, we have, you know, hopefully a one-on-one or two-on-one, three-on-two breakaway, and you can score a goal easy. That's what Mike was arguing for because that's how they've played a a lot of times. You know, parking the bus is what they call it. Um, Witty wants them to play, like, universal football um well not even universal just exciting football where you have everybody on the field um is talented and you can you know you can pass it out you can play out the back meaning you can pass it from your defenders through your midfield and you know into the into the you know to your forwards and you can try to keep possession and you don't have to give possession so um, I'm sure uh, everybody's thrilled with that uh, four minutes um, of stoppage time, which you probably wanted me to stop the whole time. Um, you know, sort of like uh, the F1 minute. Anyway, um, personally, I think you need to play it on a game-to-game basis. Um, being a, you know, a coach as I am, um, I like to play it on a game-to-game basis and not just exactly have one style. I want to be able to play a few styles. If I want to play two people in the back and run up and down the field, I want to do that. But if I also want to pull all my players back and play defense, I want to be able to do that. So I don't know. Um, But, man, the show just talking about soccer. Soccer ain't dead. Soccer is risen. Man. So so Capo in true show form decided to – embody the cowardly angel of nuance and say there's a little bit of right over here there's a little bit of right over there why don't we take the best of both worlds and hopefully it wins us a world cup Mm. nobody has to be right nobody has to be wrong no hard feelings let's everybody be friends and try to win something going forward because isn't that what's the most important thing as being a part of a team Thank you, Kappa. That was awesome. <laughs> and on, on top of that, um, I like to make everything about myself. Um, that's the running bit. And um, I would love to be part of Mike and Woody's soccer chat, uh, group chat, instead of, uh, you know, just, just my own group chat that sometimes it feels like I'm talking to myself. 
But anyway. <laughs> oh, I understand completely because when they were saying that Billy was texting them when after Dave <laughs> Roberts pulled Kershaw with the um when he had the seven perfect innings and how he was mad about like what are you doing this and he was just texting people and nobody was responding I was just like Billy you could you could have like text me I would have in that moment I would have you know encouraged them and you know lived in that moment with him and I'm pretty sure <laughs> uh, like I could not have been the only one like you don't necessarily have to be a Dodger fan to be like oh shoot like you would want to get those text messages from Billy you would just be like okay this is gonna be great and then you know just it, just like telling him you're right that was like he shouldn't have done that he should have left them blah 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 uh, I kind of reversed on that take um, when I saw who my allies for he should have let him tried for it were, and I was just like, oh, I don't, I don't like who's in this camp. I'm like, yeah, let's uh, go in for the health and safety of the player because of X Y Z reason. As soon as uh, you started, I know exactly where you were going with that because <laughs> that's I was thinking in my head like when he was texting about it, it made me angry about uh, you know taking uh, you know Kershaw out and then uh, you know then the the pitcher for the Marlins. Um, but I thought of you guys with the whole Dave Roberts thing and just man. What are we doing? We got to enjoy our baseball. Like Dude, that show is infuriating. It really is. <laughs> uh, but I think you're. I think yeah, yeah. I'm back. We'll see how long it lasts. Well, but um, I think your point is right, though. Where it's just like, what are we doing to the game when you have something that cool and that historic that could go down with somebody we all love, man? I mean, who doesn't like Kershaw? <laughs> Stugas maybe, um, but but I mean for the most part, most people don't have any bones to pick with Kirsch, and he's been a workhorse forever. He's been with the organization forever, and it's just like such a cool, unique thing. It's like that would have been a great story for baseball, and they're shooting themselves in the damn foot. And then imagine you guys getting a text from Billy about it, you know, because it doesn't happen. Like that would have been fun. <laughs> Yeah, just give him the damn chance, though, man. Shit. Yeah, so kind of, I guess now, Jeff, it's your turn. Who from the show, like, whose sports text would you want to get? So Kappa was saying that he wishes he was in the soccer group chat with Witty and Mike Ryan. And me, I was like, it, you know, when Billy was saying how he was texting people furiously about Dave pulling Kershaw. It's like, I wish I would have kind of gotten some of those. I'm like, so who would you want, Jeff? Um, okay, so, like, if I wanted, like, really to be talking sports or s- about something, it would be a mean, for sure. I want, <laughs> I want, I want some Illuminati shit. But, um, on the oh, other side of that, though, oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, uh, but the other one would probably be Dan, because I like having, like, annoying deep thinking conversations that normally people are like, Jeff, would you just shut the fuck up? And and Dan would come at me with like, oh, what is the cultural relevance of this sports event? And I'd be like, hmm, interesting. And then I'd start 
pontificating on knowing bullshit. And I assume he would be into that because it seems like that sort of guy. And I guess a mean counts is from the show, right? Kind of. Yeah, it, it definitely counts. But, so it, it oh. would be like him, Tom, maybe Zach Harper. I don't know. Have you guys listened to the basketball Illuminati? Yes. Yeah, I I, I love it. Um, it. It's so much fun, dude. It really is. Uh, I want just I got a message back from uh, Drake, and uh, he does not think the show has interviewed Maxi Morales. Um, <laughs> not sure. <laughs> so he I do remember them you. talking about it. Mighty Mouse, right? Like they. I they remember hearing to... that. I swear, but I can't find I can't find it on a Google search. Um, I think uh, the other person you probably w- would. Uh, I think any kind of like sport would probably be Chris. Uh, no, but then I think that open like that opens up to like the highlight, and I'm just like I don't like. Let's- oh, all right. So he's clearly not <laughs> really super invested in the highlight situation. <laughs> he like, well, we planned a cruise. Chris, they're in the championship game. No, well, you okay. So you make that booking, you don't really know. Well, actually, no, because statistically, if it's a four-team league and your team has occupied either the first or the second position for the majority of the season, whatever their season is, and you know when your finals are going to be, it's pretty safe to assume your team is going to make it, right? Because if it's if it's to be in the championship, it's the top two, and through whatever the however they if it's through points, I don't know what the what the standing system for their league is, but if there's such a huge gulf between his Cyclones, Go Cones, and third place, then yeah, he kind of (laughs) knew. But I think I think outside of that one event where everybody attended, I. Get the feeling he really hasn't been there every Sunday. Forever? That's just me. I could be wrong. You're saying he's an absentee owner. Well, do we want him to be like a super meddling owner like a Jerry Jones? No, I just want to see him in a cowboy hat with like a cool wooden cane. (laughs) Looking it's like a family heirloom from his grandfather, Wild Bill Cody. <laughs> That's what he needs to refer it as such. He was calling it some sort of a stick or whatever. Family it's like heirloom. Fa- family heirloom. Give it um, some sort of deference and make it grander than it is. Although, in all fairness, like I could see Greg Cody just having like a normal stick as a family heirloom. Like a stick he found in his yard and like, well, this was from 1440 and I've kept it forever. I want you to have it now. <laughs> it was, was like, a joist <laughs> from the garage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, the, no. Cor- the cornerstone. No, no. It was the post for their mailbox and he had it whittled down. Uh, Uncle Dick whittled it down to some sort of a, like a split. He, he says whittled down, but in fact, what he did, he just cut it in half poorly. He did. He did. He used a handsaw. Square instead on of a, the ends. Yeah, and it has. Yeah, 
So it kind of looks like a piano leg or something. And that's then they had to take it to to Roy, who is an accomplished no Roy's dad, who's an accomplished uh, furniture maker, and he's the one that made the walking stick. <laughs> See, that's what it is. The the reason the what I love most about is about being on the podcast is somebody will say something and it'll trigger a memory that I just didn't even remember I had. Like there I remember it is. <laughs> too many too many concussions. You know, you, 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 you guys trigger my memories. <laughs> uh, too many beers, but same thing. Is that how that works? <laughs> well, um, I just thought, uh, I don't know. Um, I thought they would have asked uh, Samson about his appearance on Bob Costa's show when he was actually around instead of talking about it in this conversation where he couldn't give his experience of trying to out argue not just Bomani but also JJ Reddick on <laughs> on sports things and it was like bro what are you doing like so i like if you guys haven't watched the Bob Costa show um Samson tried to directly tie the player empowerment movement, which is attributed to LeBron in the decision, to the con to the way that uh, Deshaun Watson was able to leave Houston and the contract that he got with the Browns. And JJ Reddick was like, "Dude, you cannot make that connection at all. That is two separate things." He's like, "Cause uh." JJ was like, you can be upset at the Browns for putting that contract in front of him, but you cannot be mad at him for accepting because no one in his situation would turn down that amount of money. No athlete, regardless of if they have 22 civil trials or not that they're facing, they're not going to turn down that deal. And then the whole thing of, Samson's always tries to use I ran a team for 18 years did you as a conversation ender and he trying to use that with Bomani and then forgetting or not realizing that Bomani spent a majority of his professional career in South Florida to see what his tenure as someone that ran a team would have resulted in <laughs> and he was just like okay fool what are you saying <laughs> I love that Momani was just like the shark swimming in circles because he had, he had seen, you know, David throughout the years. Like he knew him very well and even, you know, a little bit more inside information from, uh, you know, from Dan. So like he, he was definitely loaded with all the ammunition. Just, <laughs> but, you know, David, uh, David's a whole work. I'm not sure if it's, uh, if it's a bit at this point or not. No, I think it is. It is that because he he was trying to say that he ha as as a that him as his role as president of the Marlins, he never looked at we're only going to offer contracts to these kinds of players. We're not going to marginalize race or whatever. We just want the best players. And Bomani was like, then you must be, he's like, he's like, then you must be the only one that never let a bias, um, like cross your path into making those kinds of decisions because other 
other people that have owned sports teams, they have those, they have very, they have demonstrated that they will make those decisions and that they don't care. And uh, he brought up about how under Gruden, the Raiders were like a really white team. And and uh, David was like, well, the fact that they have a lot of white guys doesn't mean anything. It's just what if they're just the most skilled and talented men for those positions? <laughs> it's like, yeah, in the NFL. Totally, bro. Totally. It, it, I mean... Yeah, David's always gonna try to back the uh, the authority uh, figure, if you will, like he did with Arians. What's you know, it's okay to smack a player. <laughs> um, so you know, uh, the rate definitely Gruden. Um, I mean, I I feel like some when you get if you're looking for the best players, you're gonna go out and you're gonna get the best player regardless of the color. You know, you don't care if they're blue. You know, you're going to want the best player. Um, but if you just want your type of people around, if that's uh, how you want to put it with, you know, Gruden, um, and he just has, you know, what he wants around or what he feels comfortable around. Um, I mean, we all know what he what he you know, truly became, but, um, so, you know, I guess it, it goes hand in hand, kind of, I was thinking about Urban Meyer too, but I don't think he has any, any racist stuff per se to accuse him of, but he, he didn't know what he liked. He only liked Tebow. That's all he yeah, knew. Well, to kind of like you bring Tebow in, but you don't bring Kaepernick in. I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> well, I don't know, but, it, it, I guess it's one of those where it's like, uh, what feels, what, what isn't racist but feels racist, you know, Twitter game, but things to ponder, file. Yeah, I cannot believe, uh, pandemic P unable to perform, um, for the Clippers, and they are feeling it. They're down by thirteen as we speak. I know. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm. I'm sad. I'm sorry. Jeff's uh, internet connection is so wonky tonight because I'm sure he would have loved to have just laughed mm. at that. Um. Uh, who are they playing? The Timberwolves again? Uh, no, Pel- not the Timberwolves. Yeah, Pel- it's Pelicans. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Jeff, if you can <laughs> hear us, this is your moment to laugh maniacally uh, with the uh, get the last laugh in. Well, we can. What we could do is, um, we could do a in in playoffs uh, preview as they're already going, or like a first week or first week recap of the playoffs since, uh, you know. Yeah, that's a shame because I know that he he did want to talk uh, basketball. But and... I think he wanted, I know he wanted a few more people to join too, just so we had some people with some different team backgrounds, but. You guys record on a Friday night, so that's you know that's pretty tough, especially now with everybody going back and doing things. You know, everybody's out the house now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> so in this series, I guess maybe, and you know, we can kind of hey, if we're wrong, we're wrong. But I guess it's the Pels. 
and then it's yeah. them against the Suns. Yeah, and I, I, uh, the Mavs are going to be without Luka for at least, from what I I saw Woj talking, the first two games. Uh, are you blocked by Woj? No, I think I just blocked him. <laughs> um, I have he, a lot of I have a lot it, of those insiders he, blocked just because he blocked the he blocked the mean right I think that's what they were just saying mm-hmm. yeah so I I unfollowed him and then I blocked him mm. I was like I I'm not that worried about his information <laughs> so, um, yeah because every, every, everybody will tweet whatever and they'll just say like so and so first reported right it's, so you, know, you don't have Woj on but you have Shams or. You know, I mean, have Tom, you know, have a show. He, uh, he's, he's him and Amin, even, you know, they, they're pretty much up on the news. You know, some people retweet it. And if not, you know, Mike's, you know, doing a bit on the show, Woj Bomb. You know, they love that. Have they done that recently? I'm sure they have. <laughs> but no, it, uh, you know, definitely plenty to talk about. You know, the, the Hawks winning and now they, they play the Heat. So that should be a fun series with Trey um, going against the Miami fan base. Which, Ooh, uh, who, okay, so how do you think Juju feels about that? Because so, I, ha- I have him. He's pretty much going to be, however long that series goes, I have Juju being at all of the games. He's going to. Yeah. So for sure, he's going to be at all of the Hawks home games. Um, and I. For sure, he's gonna make it. Like if it's if it goes four or you know heat and five, Juju's gonna be at all of them. I, I think Ooh, Juju needs. To- do they bring back only in America? Uh, limited fake uh, that a mean character. Is he coming back? What was his name? Uh, oh. So it was the limited fake um, Don King. Don Kang. Dom yeah, Kang. Don Kang. Dom. Oh, yes. Dom Kang. Is Dom Kang coming back <laughs> for Heat uh, Heat and Hawks? So I feel Juju. Strictly in the United to... States. <laughs> I feel Where's... Juju needs, like, like Witty with the, uh, you know, the old, uh, old announcer. I think Juju just needs to lay out and let Poppy enjoy this one. You know, like, let, let Poppy enjoy the, uh, the heat's run, um, you know, like, so I feel like Juju as long and he, he's thrilled that his, his nine seed made it into the playoffs. Um, but I'm sure he's probably thinking, yeah, it, it would be a miracle for us to make a run, especially going up against, you know, some of them other teams. I feel like the heat might be one of the only teams to be able to take out a super team. And I know everybody, Oh, they don't have any of this. They don't have that. But they had a, a lot of just players. And when I'm saying players, I mean just good players that know what they're doing. So, like, I don't I don't feel like even though they don't have the one superstar, I don't feel like they'll have any problems, really. Well, I I just – I think that whatever way this series goes, it it's an opportunity for uh, Juju to be – loud boisterous and to give a lot of salutes so if they win it's uh salute the godfather so you know if they if they a lot of airtime 
yeah, he sh- he should yeah he should get more. So he might. Um, I'm for Juju getting all the airtime that he that he needs. So so Monday he might make an appearance. Uh, I don't think they didn't announce um, for the first round. They're not doing any watch-alongs or any post games. So I don't know if that's going to be strictly for the finals or in the Eastern Conference finals if the Heat make it. But I think for this round, um, yeah, I think if if let's say the 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 Hawks pull off the game one upset, we're gonna hear him on Monday. And even if they don't, I think he's gonna be on there to just like, hey, don't worry about us. Um, you know, it's still a long series; it's just one game, so he's gonna he's gonna come out. So I think we will get that from him on Monday. We'll get a little bit more juju on Monday. And what I, I like more when we get the the fun banter back and forth, not even necessarily on the show, just between two people. And it doesn't always have to be, oh, I hate this team. Like you can just have a little fun, you know, in, in a in a good you know playoff series. Um, I think too many uh, different different take, but I think just everybody gets caught up in the competition of sports too much. No, I, I hate this and I hate that. Well, I think it's also very different because it I don't like the intensity of the rivalry is different and isn't as like toxic between the Heat and the Hawks where it would bring out a very bad side of Mike, specifically Mike. If it had been them against the Sixers, then we know we're getting maximum homerific, haterific mm-hmm. Mike, you know, on Monday. He's not, you know, he's going to just keep all the takes in or he might just, you know, whatever. And and, and we'll see. So if, if I think for this one, it may, it's not going to have a lot of going back and forth. There's not going to be a lot of nastiness. I think there can't, there will be, Typical jokes. I don't think there's going to be any more bets. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be a show bet made on this series. Um, just because, like Mike said, he's like, uh, I lost my hair for very little. So I think he's burnt out, and I don't think anybody else um, is going to take that chance to do a show bet. Um, or, you know, so, but, I, but I, but we could be wrong, you know. <laughs> but no, I, the, um, I I don't think so. I think it would have to be if there was going to be a ridiculous show. But I think it would be in the finals. And if it happens to be uh, like I don't know, like let's say it's them and the Suns, they would probably try to rope in a mean because he used to work for their you know as a front office in their front office. Um, and then also Juju isn't alone in in uh, supporting the Hawks because remember Re- Renee Montgomery. Even mm. though she's part owner of the Atlanta Dream, but she yeah. also she works for the Hawks for their um, their pregame. I think she calls the games. She in the regular season, she's part of their broadcast team. So, oh. she, so she, he's got backup. He's got Renee, and Renee is a great hype woman. Hmm. I uh, I immediately as soon as you started talking after I made my point. Oh, let's just have all good sportsmanship and everybody get along. And then you started Mike bringing up a how he you know attacking philly fans i'm like yeah you know what i like that i want to laugh so yes i I let the hate uh let the hate flow through 
everybody. Wow. I got that out. <laughs> Man. It, you know, I was listening to the rejoins of um, Billy, you know, messing up with the whole Charlie and then Dan, uh, you know, him stuttering over the words, you know, that one specific rejoin. And I was like, you know what? I think I've been doing pretty good because even if I can't find the words and stutter over it, I think we all do it. I might do it more volume shooter, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I just was laughing at there. I love that rejoin. I think we lost Jeff for the rest of the night, huh? I believe so. He's in a better place. <laughs> with with no internet, unfortunately, for him. Do you have any more uh, lopics oh, yeah. that you want oh, to discuss? He's on, he's on Twitter asking uh, the internet service uh, why his internet is going out. So. <laughs> Ask Spectrum. That's funny. Um, no, I, sadly, I, I don't have anything right off hand. <laughs> um, I was saying like that, uh, Zion not playing and Ben Simmons not playing and both of their teams are, as of right now, the Pelicans are making the playoffs. Um, they're up 14, getting ready to go into halftime. Um, I just think it was disappointing with them. Not playing, but I don't know if we're talking mental health and physical health. So uh, maybe that's something I shouldn't comment on. <laughs> just to just to say something. Um, I think for I think when it comes to the conversation of of mental health, people in athletes, people want to see it modeled in a certain way, where it's like, yeah, that convinces me that that's mental health. And it's hard and it's, that's a bad ask of, of fans and people outside of that athlete um, for us to want to be convinced of it because mental health struggles are different in every person. So it's not like, hey, everybody's going to go through this. Everybody's going to have panic attacks. Everybody's going to have debilitating depression everybody you know you're all gonna have imposter syndrome you're all gonna have pain that you can't you know emotional pain that manifests as physical pain that can't be treated all these other things so there are things where i think it's very un it's very unfair of us to say we want you to show it in this way and it's also as humans we cannot be trusted with the vulnerability of somebody saying, making that assertion and us blindly accepting it because we're going to say, well, you can't claim mental health when you're out partying and your Instagram is this and your Twitter is this and this is your lifestyle. So it's, you know, it's that whole thing of like, you're a you're in your early 20s and you're a millionaire and you're a famous athlete really what problems do you really have like you have to just play a sport for a living that's how you earn your income like come on mental health like get over yourself like just go out and play so we as the outsiders are not equipped enough to just accept that or even by their admission or even what our eyes tell tell us because we think it has to be a certain way 
And when it doesn't fall in that category, we just don't give um, the benefit of the doubt or show compassion to those people. Especially if it's someone that even before they made this admission, if you did not like them, if they are from your your team's rival, they're the star of that, you're just not you're you're never gonna have that compassion towards them because your own sports rivalry gets in the way. That's so true. I um as we welcome Jeff back. Uh, <laughs> we'll see for how long. I I have a uh an update um that I feel like we need to talk about. Uh so Dan recently was uh, botching uh, Corey Seager and Kyle Seager. Um, yes. So in the bottom of the fourth inning, with the Rangers winning three to two against the Angels, and the Rangers with the bases loaded, um, Joe Madden decided to intentionally walk Corey Seager with the bases loaded. Wow. Wow. Third time in baseball history. I was going to say, you don't see that too often. Man. I'm guessing no. the last Barry person. Bond shit. Yeah, I was going to say, he had to be like one of the last ones where that happened. Probably happened to him more than once. If that was a third time in history, the first two were probably Barry Bonds. So, yeah, I think the one we all know about is Barry Bonds. Buck Show Walter did that in 98, which mm-hmm. that, that's, that seems fair. Um, but the other two, Josh Hamilton in 2008 and tonight's Corey Seager. Um, those two were both by Joe Madden's teams. <laughs> so, what yes, a, it's what a legacy. Happened twice with Joe Madden. <laughs> Do you think that Billy is texting? So he's texting somebody about this right now. Just do him in his stupid glasses that yeah. don't make him look smart at all. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm writing Billy telling him that he should be texting you. Oh my gosh. What are you doing, man? I don't know. I can't write. (laughs) I don't mean you. I meant Madden. I'll I'll be nice. I'll say you, Jeanette would actually respond. Unlike Dan. No. I'll re I'll write it later. Don't worry. Mm. <laughs> Jeff, I seen you uh you were messaging uh Spectrum. Um do you guys feel like you get responses when you do it uh online? Because every now and then I thought I did and but like then for like a few years I didn't. And then uh recently um I wrote TurboTax and they got back to me um <laughs> pretty quick. And uh <laughs> <laughs> I hope it wasn't today. Tax deadline. No, this no, this was uh it was like back in early February. There was a form that they had for Maryland uh residents to fill out that they actually uh they messed up. And when I was on Twitter trying to find out what the issue was, why it wasn't let me file, um, there was people talking, about, oh yeah. It's something, it's not going to be fixed until February 10th or something. And so I ran with the Twitter information, TurboTax inbox. I mean, I just ignored them. Um, actually, you know what? I don't think I ignored them. I think I responded. 
and talk to them. And then they were like, oh, yeah, it shouldn't be that long. And then damn near exactly when Twitter told me um, it was going to uh, be able to be filed um, is exactly when it was able to. So Twitter, Twitter for the win. Um, but I don't know if Spectrum will help with your Internet through Twitter. They're going to make him do what he's already done, which is turn off the router, wait for it to reboot, um, try to reposition his router, all these, all these things. It's not going to, it's just going to be. Unplug it, plug it back in. 30 yeah. Seconds. <laughs> so it's not, it's not going to give him anything. It's not going to be anything automatic and helpful. It's just going to be the basic stuff. So, no, it's not like, okay, we're going to send a technician or something or any of that stuff. It's just, it's like you're stuck with us because we're the only people that can provide service in that area. So, Another small baseball note. Did you know that Ichiro threw out the first pitch to the to a rocket laser? Everybody loves Ichiro. Anyway, that's enough sports cap. <laughs> Should we? I think he's back. <laughs> Should we land the plane? On his phone. No. Landed and left Jeff and let Jeff go. Drink in peace. <laughs> I finally got it working on my phone, but uh. <laughs> anyway, I know you guys are going to be getting up at four thirty. I know you guys are going to be getting up at four thirty. 4 30 in the morning for Tottenham Brighton and oh, Brighton <laughs> FMD <laughs> salute Jack McKinney <laughs> land right there Jeanette that was perfect you know what thank you guys so much for joining us on another episode of laughter the club tonight we were joined by Capo and his cat Poor kitty. Poor Capel. Uh, Jeff was kind of here when his internet would allow him to be. Damn you, Spectrum. And this is Jeanette saying, have a great weekend and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.